0: Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yoo. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think
3: I learn a little bit with every character that I have play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more
0: people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.
4: This is VSN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSN, the sports betting network.
5: the Chiefs win a second Super Bowl in four years, or will the Eagles begin a new dynasty of their own? Stormy Bon and Tony coming to you live from the South Point in Las Vegas. Matt Brown out there at Radio Row in Arizona. As we continue to talk all things Super Bowl 57, just about 48 hours away from kickoff out there in Glendale. Um, The guest list continues to roll along. Star-studded awesome folks coming up later on this hour. We'll catch up with Chuck Pagano. Our guy Matt Brown has a sit-down with CEO of DraftKings, Jason Robbins, and a wonderful guest live with him on the desk right now. Who you got live with us?
2: Yeah, now this is a real treat because we have someone that is going to have an intimate knowledge of one of these teams that is going at it on Sunday. I got with me Zach Carter. He's a defensive lineman for Cincinnati Bengals. Zach, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. So you saw him twice this year. You saw the Chiefs twice this year. You guys obviously um, played them very, very tough on the defensive side of the ball. Now what do you think you guys did to kind of limit what they were able to do offensively?
6: Well, the biggest key when it comes to playing the Chiefs. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day. Like, he's mm-hmm. the MVP. He's he's that guy. The offense runs through him. So when you're going into a week against the Chiefs, is what can we do to contain Patrick Mahomes? He likes to extend plays. He likes to get out of the pocket, run around. He makes some crazy throws when he gets <laughs> outside of the pocket. So the biggest thing is, like, how do we keep him in the pocket, you know, control our rush lanes, and try to control the game. If we stop the run game, and then we get the passing downs, if we contain Patrick Mahomes, that's really the Mm -hmm. the key.
5: How difficult, ultimately, is it to do that with a guy like Patrick Mahomes? Because, I mean, even the things that you see on tape with him, it's different once you get to game day and you're on the field face-to-face.
6: Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, The biggest thing is you just have to be – you have to be focused. You can't even think too much out there. Like when I say control your rush lanes, like even though you had to control your rush lanes, you still have to be you. You have to rush the passer the way you rush the passer. You just have to keep him in the back of your mind. Like this guy likes to roll out. So mm-hmm. it's just being mindful when you're on the field with him. It's like playing against him is like it's always something in the back of your mind, you know. Right.
2: Did 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 you guys go into the game thinking that they were not going to run the ball very much because again they they love to pass on early downs. They like to to get the ball out of there quick and things like that. Is it is it seventy percent of the focus is on the pass game? Thirty percent is on the run game when you're kind of preparing for them?
6: Yeah, honestly, honestly, like you know they you know they have the, a running attack. Mm-hmm. You know they had a um, they had a great rookie running back. Um, but going into that, going into the Chiefs game, you thinking I'm thinking I'm in pass rush mm-hmm. mode most the majority right. of the game. Obviously, they're going to get their runs in, but the majority of the game is going to be mostly passes
5: because you did get such a recent up close and personal view of Kansas City do you get the feeling potentially that they're going to walk away winning this year's super bowl or what's your lean in this game
6: well i seen i seen a lot of i seen a lot of different takes like i see a lot of people taking the eagles and not really giving the chiefs a chance but mm-hmm. i mean i think i think the chiefs have a great chance to win the game. Like everybody's just counting them out. They're a great team, you know, they have they have all the all the weapons necessary to win the game. It just it's probably gonna come down to those key moments in the game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I see a team, they they're a hard, hard fighting team and I think they could pull it off this week. I was telling people I think the Chiefs might pull it off this week.
2: Mm-hmm. So we see uh you, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes and listen, when this is all said and done, maybe ends up going down as the best to ever play the position when it's all said and done. You got a pretty good one on your team oh, as yeah. well in, in Joe Burrow and, and do you see any similarities in, in those two guys in the way that they play at all?
6: Definitely. They both have that they both have that 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 edge, like, you know, they play with so much confidence mm-hmm. and I feel like confidence is key, especially at the quarterback position. Like, you can't be too much in your head. Like, you kind of got to know that you're that guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like I feel like they both play with that swag and that confidence that's needed. I feel like that's why they're both, like, two of the best quarterbacks in the game right now cuz
2: being in the locker room with Joe I you just yeah. I don't hear this or whatever but I hear it like nothing bothers him right like it's just no. it's like it's everything's always calm and it's like we got a job to do let's go get it done
6: always calm i have never I never really I mean I've only been a part of the Bengals it's my first mm-hmm. year of rookie season but I haven't seen him panic in, mm-hmm. in any situation he's just always calm under pressure even when we're down like we've been down some games like Tampa Bay game I think we were down almost 20 points and we just come back the second half and just destroy him. But it's just that that confidence and just knowing that knowing that you could get the mm-hmm. job done.
5: Zach, I gotta tell you, I'm shocked it took that long in the interview for Matt to bring up Joe Burrow. He's a big fan.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. I
2: went to LSU, so you know, it's one of those oh, things man. So like, now you, you
5: know, brought us a national
2: championship. So, That's yeah. one of our rivals. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. We're we're friends now. I don't I don't go there anymore. It's it's, it's good. It's we're we're no, good. I we're love good. that.
5: Thought. Don't beat me
2: up. Like, I, I, if more than anything, just don't beat me up, man. Like, come on, like. like. Oh no. Nah. <laughs>
5: but Zach, nah. t- take we us good. take us into your rookie season a little bit though, and and what that was like to go to the playoffs your first year.
6: I was telling um, I was just telling my friends uh, the other week, you know, cause we were just playing uh two weeks ago, but I'm like. Man, this feels like a like a movie like this feels like a dream like mm-hmm. you watch this stuff on you watch this stuff on tv your whole life and then once i finally got drafted and i'm actually in it and we win the first round we win the second round we win the we win the you know we go to the third round we lose but it's like wow like man i'm really living my dreams right now it was just a crazy experience i say I saw I saw, uh, snow for the first time um, when we played Buffalo. That was <laughs> wow. that was a crazy <laughs> that was a crazy experience. That was probably one of the coldest games I ever played in by far. Kansas City was cold as well, but you know, just playoff football, uh-huh. playoff weather. It's a it's just a different feel to playoff football. But it was like it was a blessing to be able to go there my first year, and it just gave me kind of a taste. In my mouth, and I know a lot of the guys on our team were hungry, so I know we'll be back over mm-hmm. the next few years. We'll be back. So, what is your first rookie off-season
2: look like? What do you do? Are you just relaxing now? You just chilling? When are you gonna get back to work? What is? How does that your first off-season look?
6: Definitely, uh, I asked I asked some of the vets like, um, how long do y'all take off? You know, mm-hmm. I got some different answers like two weeks, three weeks. Some guys take a month off, so. You know, my first week, I did completely nothing. Like, (laughs) I'm just hanging out. I did no weights, no running, nothing, just hanging out. I went back home. Um, I'm from Tampa. I went back Mm -hmm. home, Tampa, Florida, last weekend to see some family and hang out with some friends Mm -hmm. and just, you know, just relax. It feels good to just relax and not have to think about football for a second because, you know, we're people. Right. We're people too. We have lives too. So, and then I got a trip coming up. I'm um, going to Cancun. Okay, all right. I'm going to Cancun next month. Um, little five day trip. Get out the country. Mm-hmm. You know, got some extra pay off. <laughs> I was gonna say you
2: got some extra <laughs> got some,
6: money in the extra, account. Got some extra playoff money. So I'm like, I'm like, man, why not? Why not? You know. So I'm just, I'm just about to enjoy this off season. But also, you know, as at, at some point, I'm gonna start training again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going start training again next week, so I'm ready to get back to it. Um, I, I've taken – it'll be three weeks by then. Right. And- I'll be my mind will be rested and my body will be rested and I'll be ready to get back to work. I'm excited to get back to work. though.
5: Yeah. And I I love what you said there, too, about going to the postseason and getting that first taste just makes you hungrier for more. And uh, can't wait to see what you ultimately go on to continue to do with Cincinnati. I'm a college football girl through and through. I need to know what you see happening here in the future this coming season for Billy Napier's group and out there in Florida. What do you think?
6: Oh yeah, and Billy and Billy, I trust. That's what I. That's what I tell people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think the Gators, you know, that first year, Coach Napier coming into a situation, you know, not a lot of his guys in there, and now you come in year two, he had a chance to bring in one of his classes, which was actually a pretty good class. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that the Gators will be pretty solid this year. You know, we lost some we lost some key guys, but. One thing about Florida, we always we always reload. We have some guys like we had nine guys go to the combine this Mm -hmm. year, which is like that's a lot, right? That's a lot of guys. But I'm confident in in Billy. Um, I actually met him and he just he's one of those coaches that he's a player's coach. So, you know, I feel like he could get the most out of the team and he holds the guys accountable like the discipline at Florida is much different. So. I feel like he'll bring the most out of this group this year.
2: How much do you feel like playing in the SEC was an advantage for you before you got to the NFL? Because again, it's just you know playing against the Alabamas and the Georgias and the LSU's that are every year you know putting in half the team it feels like into the NFL. Like
6: how how much was playing in the SEC beneficial to you? I don't think I don't think people understand how much that is like it's so beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like just playing those guys because like I was talking to my brother about this. Like you playing. I said, I'm playing in the league. I say, it's starting to feel like college again. He said, <laughs> you playing a lot of the guys you played against right. in yeah. college. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, just playing against the top competition, it just prepares you for the NFL. Like, I feel like I was prepared in every situation. So so our final, uh, our final 30 seconds here,
2: I, I know you said you... You kinda of lean towards the Chiefs, but is that gonna be your is that gonna be your pick? You think the Chiefs get it done? You think it's uh how about this? I'll make, make it a little easier for you. Are they are they gonna get it done in a in a low scoring game, in a high scoring game? Do you think they win
6: by, by a lot here? How do you how do you feel, feel it comes on Sunday? No, I think it'll be a close be a co-scoring game. I could see two scenarios I either see the Eagles I either see the Eagles blowing them out or I see the Chiefs winning in a close game, but mm-hmm. the Eagles defense is really good. So, But I believe in Patrick Mahomes as well. So if they do win, it'll be a close game. You can watch Zach Carter next season on the defensive side of the ball for the Cincinnati
2: Bengals. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Do appreciate it. Coming back here from Phoenix.
7: This is VSIN Final Countdown
8: with
4: Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network.
5: We have the place for you if you have any questions about betting on the Super Bowl, wondering how to hedge, maybe you're looking for a unique, unusual prop, insights for one of our hosts. Well, the VEASAN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. You can submit your questions at VEASAN.com slash helpdesk. And your question could also be answered on air by our experts here um, again, submit those questions, at slash helpdesk. Or as we told you yesterday when Adam Burke was on the desk, just slide into the DMs at Skating Tripods. He's there to answer anything that you need. I'm sure he hates me so much now for saying that.
2: But- I, haven't answer, I haven't gotten to answer any of the questions. Have you?
5: Nobody asked for my opinion, Matt. I, no, 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 me neither.
2: No one asked for my opinion Why either. Why does like, anybody I, want our
5: opinion? Come on. We're yeah. good
2: people. Let's go. Maybe they're hiding all of the questions from us. They don't want us answering the questions. It's like, hey, listen, let's keep those guys off of the ans- of the question answer. Well, the re- They know there would be too much shenanigans, Stormy.
5: Probably, and then Mayo would get involved, and then it'd be a whole weird thing. A uh, whole
2: weird thing. All
5: yes. anybody wants, Matt, is your picks anyways. So that's what we're going to do here on the <laughs> air.
2: Yeah, we finally get to talk a little bit about the game here before we go to another couple of interviews. And I listen, this, this game has been one of the weirdest for me to try and figure out in a really long time. I mean, I thought I had a definitive answer on this Eagles team coming in, and I can't help kicking the thought that there still is some sort of lingering injury with Jalen Hurts. And that really is what has me in a place where I can't confidently say, hey, I full-fledged am going to, to get behind the Eagles here in this one. It, you know, I've had a pretty good feeling about the last four or five Super Bowls, at least had a good opinion whenever going into it. Now, that didn't, didn't always equal winning bets, but I at least had confidence in the reasoning behind me putting some money behind them. And, and this year just really hasn't gotten there for me yet, Stormy. I just I, – I think I will end up having a small bet on the Eagles. I really do. A money line type deal, but it's only going to be like – five percent of the money that I end up betting on this game because I just you know with that question mark at the most important position in all of sports it's just very hard for me to confidently go in and say like yeah this is where you should put your money this is where I want to put my money this is you know and, and I know everybody wants a different answer than that I know and everybody wants me to go in and say you know this is exactly where you do it and this is how you bet it and it's my five-star diamond lock of the century week of the millennium but it's just mm-hmm. Not anything that I can do and feel good about, you know, and, and I, I, I hate that because I really would love to sit up here and be like, no, this is the play, this is why, and this is exactly it. But not knowing if the throwing shoulder of the guy who's going to be quarterbacking the team that I need to win the ball game is is healthy 100% or not is, is a big, big deal to me. And so, again, I'll have a small play on the money line there with that. Like I said, if the total gets on the other side of 51, if I can get an under 51 and a half, I'll most likely come in on an under there too. I think we'll probably get there. I mean, again, the casual money is just now going to start coming in today. So we're, we're probably going to see this total, I guess, get on the other side of 51 here, considering we are already sticking at 51 at a lot of books out there. But, I want to tell you that I have this this love, and this is the reason why the Eagles are going to get it done. And I do think they are better at the majority of the positions on the field other than quarterback and tight end. And I really do believe that that defense is one of the better defenses that – and certainly the pass rush is, is one of the better defenses, one of the better pass rushes that the Chiefs are going to play this year and face this year. And I do believe that the run game for the Eagles, if they can find some success, maybe then they don't even need to rely on that shoulder for Jalen Hurts. And then all of this you know doesn't come into play. But that's kind of my thinking here on all of this is, is a small play on, on the Eagles, and I wish I had more conviction in it.
5: Yeah, and that's kind of been the, the nature of this game for most people, I feel like. It's either you're very, very strong on that the Eagles are going to win this thing or you think that it's hard to count out Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the fourth quarter. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty much the, the sense of of how this has played out with the majority of our guests. We've started to get a little bit more conviction on the Chiefs' side from some other folks with the thought that – Maybe Jalen Hurts isn't fully healthy, as you just referenced there. My kind of thought on this game is more geared around the fact that I think the Eagles are going to have success early, that um, with Jalen Hurts specifically, and so, I mean, I'll tell you, I have the the Eagles. I I found that bet in bets and consequences as just something to throw in at plus 750, but I ended up putting it (laughs) in my portfolio anyways for the Eagles to win the first half and then lose the game. But I love them in the first half in general, and that's one of my favorite bets that I put into the account at minus 105 because we know how quick they are to score out the gate. We know the scoring margin that they've had in second quarters, and if Jalen Hurts' shoulder does ultimately – impact his performance. He's probably going to be better early than he is going to be late in a game after he potentially mm-hmm. gets dinged up a little bit or has to use his arm a little bit more. So that's also why I liked Jalen Hurts to throw one of those first-quarter touchdown passes. I bet that at a yes at plus 215. He, despite all the talk that we've had about his legs throughout the course of the season, was actually really, really statistically dominant in first-quarter passing touchdowns. He had first 15 Passing touchdowns in the first quarter throughout the course of this season, he had the best QBR in the league. And I want to say it was either most or top three passing yards in first quarters this season, which even just going through the numbers surprised me a good bit. And again, I think if he has success in this game, there's going to be more of that early versus later on in the game. Mm -hmm. I love all things Travis Kelsey, especially the anytime touchdown. He just... Despite the the lack of touchdown production that he had the back half of the regular season, he's a different guy when it comes to the postseason. Already has three touchdowns in two games. I think he continues to add to that. I love this to be a close game, which in turn... I think that this could be tied not only once after it's 0 but potentially a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We saw in the AFC Championship game, it took a walk-off field goal ultimately to win that game. But even if it's early on, we get a 7-7, we get a 10-10. I think that's very possible. And uh, I know we'll go down the list on my graphic. I have more, but... What do you think about the over five-and-a-half sacks in this game? Minus 105. Mahomes and Hurts have been sacked a combined 16 times their last five games. And for as much as we talk about how absolutely dynamic this Eagles defense is and this Eagles pass rush, and and they are 78 sacks between the regular season and postseason to this time, the Chiefs already have seven sacks this postseason as well. And it's not just Chris Jones. There's there's multiple guys that we're seeing make Mm -hmm. an impact. I love the over five-and-a-half sacks in this game.
2: Yeah, and there's there's another angle of that as well outside of just the players on the defensive side of the ball, which is the quarterbacks themselves oh, where, yeah. listen, the the deal about Mahomes and Hurts is they're playmakers and they try to make plays and they hold on to the ball and they don't throw it away sometimes when other quarterbacks would because they have been able to find so much success kind of just making it up as they go, right? They're doing these crazy things on the fly and it works a lot of times. But the other thing that that does is if you're holding on to the ball longer and you are trying to do that, you also make yourself more successful. to to getting sacked and so I I think that is a very good way to look at it Stormy I think that if you if you take a look at not only the defensive side but also the quarterbacks in the game it would certainly lean to something like that
5: when all is said and done here like do you Mm -hmm. have you come up with in your mind what a potential final score would be we were all asked to do it for the Super Bowl betting guide so I'm curious what you ended up putting in there
2: yeah, mine was under. I think it was twenty four twenty something like that in favor of the Eagles, and, and which kind of leads me to just the other bets that I do on the count which are just prop bets essentially which is I told you I I played the Patrick Mahomes minus 45 and a half passing yards against Jalen Hurts. I think there's multiple different paths for that getting home they could have just a lot of success throwing the ball in the game anyway. They could also be playing from behind in which they have to abandon the run and then also the Eagles could be playing from ahead in in which they would quit throwing the ball and they would be running the ball a lot more and would lead to Patrick Mahomes winning that battle between Jalen Hurts so I do like that as a handicapped deal I like Miles Sanders yardage on the ground over any of the Chiefs running backs. You can find any of those props that are still out there. Uh, One's got juiced really badly, so you can't really do it anymore, but to catch a pass first, and it's basically any Chiefs running back that gets listed versus Miles Sanders is certainly, I think, a a good bet. A lot of them have been juiced pretty heavily, though, so just remember that a lot have been juiced pretty heavily, but Miles Sanders has basically been a a nothing in the pass game for the vast majority of the season. I mean, if you look, it's really like he's got like a catch in basically, or or no catches in every game since the midpoint of the season, and so, you know, they're, there's, there's stuff like that that I think we can find an edge on as well. And then uh, from a receiving standpoint, one of the first ones I put in, again, was the yardage on Kelsey. I thought the number was going to run very fast and get super high, like into the mid-80s and stuff. That has not happened, so maybe I'm not on a good good thought process here with Kelsey, but I am on the over 78.5 Kelsey receiving yards.
5: How many MVP bets are you? do you think that you're going to end up with here?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Miles Sanders because again, I do think that there's a path to them having a lot of success on the ground and winning the game that way, and not on the arm of Hertz. And so I'll probably have a Miles Sanders, and that's gonna be about it for me from an from an MVP standpoint. One other thing, I know Steph has the article up on Vezon.com about the first touchdown stuff. I would say if you wanted to play a Chief on that, I would look in at least some of the kind of exotic names and things because if we're gonna see one of these little razzle dazzle plays and stuff like that. It's going to be in the Super Bowl and it's going to be probably early on in the game because you're not going to do that in the fourth quarter or something, you know, or whatever. So uh, I think if you did want to take a longer shot on the first touchdown from a Chief standpoint specifically, uh, I, I wouldn't hate a longer shot there.
5: Yeah, I do like that. Although, according to Steph's system, the Eagles are the more likely team to score first. Just throwing that out there. Um, as for MVP, that I do have, I, I put Mahomes in pocket. I have a Miles Sanders. I liked a Hassan Reddick as well for, for at forty to one. I mean, that's something that for anybody mm-hmm. casual betters out there, if you think that defense is going to win this thing, like I mean, Hassan Reddick probably would have been the MVP of the NFC Championship. Why couldn't he in this spot? Forty to one, five bucks wins you two hundred. So little things like that we're going to step aside but when we come back the guest lineup continues we got Chuck Pagano we got Jason Robbins and of course just Matt Brown we love you so much he's live in Phoenix Arizona we'll be back
4: this is v final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown live from Phoenix the site of Super Bowl 57 on v the sports betting network
5: Chiefs Eagles upon us on Sunday. But before you bet on the big game, you know you have to check out Visan's big game betting guide. The guide has favorite prop bets, picks, and best bets from Beeson hosts and guests. You also find out how legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is picking the game. To get the guide and all that Beeson has to offer, become a Visan Pro subscriber today. We've got an introductory offer going on $9.99 at Visan.com. Slash subscribe. Stormy Bon Tony with you at the South Point in Las Vegas. Matt Brown chomping at the bit down on Radio Row to tell us how much 9.99 is in Canadian. I'm sure.
2: 13.37 Canadian for our friends up north.
5: <laughs> well done, well done. Well, I'm super excited to send it back over to you though, Matt, because you got to sit down before the show with somebody very important over at DraftKings. What did you guys talk about?
2: Yeah, I sat down with uh, CEO Jason Robbins, was able to talk about kind of their presence here at the Super Bowl, also over at the Waste Management where they're building a big physical sports book over there at TPC Scottsdale and kind of the future of everything that's going on right now with legalized betting across the landscape. Let's take a look. I'm here with DraftKings CEO Jason Robbins. Jason, this is just absolutely amazing, this set from a DFS idea to all of this, man, it's got to be crazy.
4: Oh, it's amazing. You guys did a great job and um, really awesome to see it come to life. So what all does DraftKings have going on here at the Super Bowl? Well, we got a lot of things going on. Obviously, we have the setup here at Radio Row. Um, Really excited about that. It's the best we've ever done. I mean, you know, I think it puts uh, everything else we've done as well as a lot of our competitors to shame. Uh, I think the waste management setup's a big one. I don't know if you had a chance to get down to the WMPO, but... Um, you know, awesome tournament, I think they're expecting like half a million people there tomorrow. We have an incredible setup uh, there, really excited about that. And then of course the Super Bowl, um, so really uh, a ton going on this week and um, really excited about what we got put together.
2: And, and you mentioned the, the waste management over there, of course a, a sports book, a physical sports book yeah. at the actual course is being built as we speak.
4: I know, my only regret is it wasn't open for this year. but we're gonna we're gonna try to get it up for next year and um, definitely host some cool parties around Super Bowl next year. It's such a a, a really uh, incredible location. I mean, obviously this time of year with the tournament there, but in general, it's you know in the perfect spot, uh, you know Phoenix residents, Scottsdale residents can easily access it. Um, Great for people coming out of town or playing the golf and, um, you know, can hop over to the sports book and bet some games afterwards. So really just an awesome spot. I'm excited to see it. And we talk about,
2: you know, Super Bowl being in a state that actually has legalized sports betting. Of course, we're going to have a couple of new states in the DraftKings family getting to bet the Super Bowl for the first time this year in Ohio and Kansas as well.
4: Yeah, and Maryland also. So um, uh, I think really a, a big year for new states. You're right. This is the first year that you can actually legally bet in the state where the Super Bowl is. So all of you that come here don't have to don't have to take the day off betting, um, which is nice. And it's uh, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I'm I'm sure a lot of fans are going to be pulling out their phones in the stadiums. Hopefully the Wi-Fi is pretty good. Um, And then, you know, uh, just all the promotion around it to be able to come here and and in the past see like oh but then you can't bet Mm -hmm. Um, and now you know all the activations we're doing you can actually get people to make a bet when you're activating them it just makes the activation so much easier
2: so we have those two states but there's a pretty big state I'm sure that you're pretty happy about that is coming uh, down the line here pretty soon as well
4: I'm excited about Massachusetts it's our obviously it's our home base Um, you know lots of hard work went into getting that bill done and Really excited to see it launch. I think we're going to do really well there. And unfortunately, I didn't get up in time, at least uh, the online portion mm-hmm. for Super Bowl. But um, sounds like they're aiming to get up before March Madness, which will be a great time.
2: Oh, that's amazing. And we're sitting here at, at, at this set. We're looking around, and people are asking you all these different questions about how do you think the game's going to be? Are you a heads or tails guy? That's what I want to know. <laughs> are you a, what, so what's the Gatorade color that you're looking at I here? think
4: I read somewhere, and I might be messing this up, that due to the weight, of a co- I don't know if this is true of the coin they use. Oh, the you NFL. have a sharp take on this. I think there's, well, definitely with like a quarter, there is a slightly above 50% chance of heads due to like the way I think so. I might be getting it backwards, it might be different, but there is a slight favorite to one. I don't know if they use a different coin for the coin flip in the game that doesn't have that, but um, you know, if that's true, then, then we all know you should be betting on heads. What about a, is there a Gatorade flavor? Here's a sharp take on that. I, again, I'm not saying this is true because I heard this. I did not personally verify it, but um, our comms person told me earlier that she had heard that uh, there has never been red Gatorade in the Super Bowl in the entire history of the Super Bowl. Um, Also, I think the last time and maybe only time in recent memory that there was no Gatorade dumped on a coach was Bill Belichick. and. Um, you know, he's not playing, he, he's not coaching, uh, unfortunately, for my Patriots. He's not coaching <laughs> this weekend. So, you know, I would steer away from those two, probably assuming those things are true. But, um, you know, always verify, of course. But the, those were, that's what I was told.
2: How are people betting the game at DraftKings right now? Are we getting Eagles money? Are we getting over money? Are we getting under money? How's it going?
4: Money's definitely on the Eagles and, and on the over. Um, because the spread is so tight, the Eagles' money is kind of leaning on the spread, and then the money lines leaning Chiefs a bit, which makes sense mm-hmm. with such a tight spread. Um, lots of player props. You know, Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, TDs are big bets. Um, also some really cool novelty bets. We have an octopus bet. Have you ever heard of the octopus before?
2: Where the same player scores the touchdown right. and the two-point conversion.
4: We got yes. a plus 1,400, I want to say, mm-hmm. that there will be an octopus in the game. Um, so I think... Something like ninety-nine percent of the people betting that are on that are on the. I mean, why would you ever bet <laughs> the right. negative? Yeah, exactly. in that?
2: Yeah, you, you if you are betting that, that
4: one, you got to yeah. bet yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to get like you know one uh, percent people. Mm-hmm. So I am sure that some people maybe they did the math and they saw that the, that was the way to go. But um, I'd certainly, if I were betting, be betting on the on the yes. And then um, another one similar that I think there is good, um, not quite as long odds, but good long odds on are um, whether a field goal or extra point will hit. The goalpost or the, or the crossbar. Right. And everybody's on yes on that one too.
2: Because no one wants to root for the no. field. It goes down the center all the time. you want it to bang off the post. So, one of the things I know you guys are, are super excited about as well is, is as we move into these new states, all of the responsible gaming initiatives that DraftKings and, and really the industry in general is looking at.
4: That's a huge part of what we're doing. I think it's so important. We're investing a lot of money in it, we're investing a lot of resources in it. I think that, you know, for us it's not enough to just sort of do the minimum. We want to be a, on the cutting edge, an industry leader, pioneering new ways to, I think one of the nice things about digital is you should be able to take something like responsible gaming and do it even better. You can do it in person because you have data on people that's harder to track in person. So you know it's right up our sweet spot of being able to to use data to, to identify the right people that we shouldn't be you know accessing right. the platform and to make sure that we have all the safeguards all the options for players to protect themselves in place so really important not just from a regulatory standpoint but from a customer standpoint we got to protect the customers that shouldn't be playing and that's also how we protect the customers that should be playing because the fastest thing that's going to make this you know overregulated mm-hmm. or, or something else um, is if we don't do a good job here, so I think it's for everybody's interest especially the customers that we do a great job with responsible gaming
2: And really and truly you guys have fought so hard for regulation And I try to tell that to people all the time as well that that is actually makes this industry exponentially better Whenever there are recourse for things that go wrong and, and all that And I, I think people don't really understand that as well as they should that legalization and regulation is actually better for everyone
4: It is I mean, you know obviously it has to be done in the right way mm-hmm. I think that um, Doing it in the wrong way can create negative things in the product, but I think we've seen mostly, um, for the most part, uh, sensible regulation, sensible legislation, and it does. Uh, It really, you know, until you have a bad experience and you see, it's hard to Mm -hmm. know. Everybody sort of assumes um, uh, the offshore, the illegal market just kind of, you know, operates the same way a legal market would, but it really doesn't. and. I personally, um, you know, have friends who've had stories of not being able to access their money or you know, other things mm-hmm. there, where, where something you know, happened that if there were regulation, they would've been able to, to have some form of recourse and they didn't.
2: So on, Saturday, on Sunday evening, who is going to be hoisting the
4: trophy? Oh, you know, it's hard to predict. If I, if I, if I knew that, I'd be, I'd be doing what you all are doing instead of what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just hoping for a great game. I think it'll be a really exciting game. Two really good teams, and um, you know, no matter what, I think if people have fun betting and have fun watching, then, then it's a great outcome for, uh, for us and for our customers.
2: I know you are a busy man. Thanks for the time today, Jason.
4: Oh, Appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me.
5: And, Matt, I, I do feel like it's going to be a great game. Awesome conversation between you and Jason Robbins. I was hoping, though, that we'd have some casual listeners that would just tune in right as he said. We'll see if there's an octopus on the field.
2: Right Tune in Octopus You know what that is And i could be like Yeah I know what an octopus is Yes I do do. Uh, Yeah it was a cool chat I mean listen It carved out a few minutes for us here, and a guy, I mean, literally hopped on with, like, CNBC after, you know, getting done with us or whatever, doing this on the stage. So it was cool to be able to sit down and chat with him. And, again, it's just uh, what we've seen here more from a DFS company into the, you know, the powerhouse of DraftKings because now in the sports betting industry really is truly remarkable.
5: Absolutely. Matt, appreciate you, all your hard work this week. We're going to miss you, buddy. You're going to take a load off, though, as I handle the tough stuff to close this thing out.
2: (laughs) I know, it's going to be... Listen, I'm going to leave everybody with this. The Chiefs called the first timeout in, the, in their game 15 of 19 games this season. So there is a prop of who's going to call the first timeout. And this could be a co- complete coincidence, but I do want to say, in 15 of 19 games... It was the Chiefs.
5: The more you know. Great stuff, Matt. Appreciate you. Now, at NFL Honors last night, Patrick Mahomes took home his second NFL MVP honor. Did you know that recent MVP winners 0-9 their last nine games in the Super Bowl? Chuck Pagano is going to tell us next uh, if he's going to get it done or not.
4: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life.
3: Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
8: Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.
6: This is VSN final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt
4: Brown live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSN, the sports betting network.
5: So hard to believe football season is almost over, but with the championship game set, let's close this thing out with a bang. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win big with tons of specials come February 12th, like the same game, Parlay Bet and Get, Live Bet and Get, Football Squares. You could win up to 10 grand in bonus money instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, you get a square on the house if the number on your square matches the final score of the game you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus and credit, use full terms and conditions available at betriversquares.com. I think that's such a fun thing by the way that they do squares at sportsbooks like you would do for a Super Bowl party, but you can pay for your square. I think it's pretty cool. Now, listen, we're wrapping things up here covering all things Super Bowl 57. Earlier this week when I was down in Phoenix, I had the opportunity to sit down with former Indianapolis Colts head coach defensive mastermind Chuck Pagano, great conversation. We got into a little bit of retirement life, his relationship with his former punter, Pat McAfee. We all know the character he is. And all things Super Bowl 57, how to attack a pair of dynamic quarterbacks. We got to talk a little Super Bowl here. And obviously everyone knows you're a defensive mastermind. When you look, I guess let's start on the Eagles side of things. When you look at Jalen Hurts and the RPO game and the ability that he has with his legs, what are some things that you're doing on the defensive side to combat a guy like that?
9: Well, first and foremost, you gotta make sure that you know, everybody is on the same page. We like to say singing out of the same hymnal, so to speak, because you gotta have responsibility. It's option football and so somebody's got to take care of the dive he up, hands it off to sanders he gives it you know to gainwell whatever and then somebody's got to you know be responsible for the quarterback in case he does and he's athletic enough he's big he's strong you've got the rpo game you mentioned you know in the past game coming off of that so there's a ton of responsibility there and sometimes you can have it you know dialed up just perfect everybody in the right spot and then you got a guy maybe a defensive end that's not as athletic as this Jalen Hurts quarterback is. And he's right there in position, but he can't make the tackle. He can't get him on the ground. So there's so many layers to it and it's hard. They're gonna make some plays. You just can't give up the big ones.
5: To the other end, a guy like Patrick Mahomes, even dealing with the tweaked ankle, he's able to make these off-platform throws and he can make any given play the home run play. If you're on the Eagles defensive side of things, we know how fantastic their pass rush has been. Is that the key for them to be able to get over Mahomes? But I just feel like he can always find a way it seems.
9: Yeah, and you say that, and you gotta be very disciplined with your pass rush game. So they can get home with four, deploy seven into coverage. They've got a bunch of game wreckers, as we know. Uh, Hassan Reddick, Sweat, Cox, Hargrave, all those dudes, right? Um, so your pass rush lanes, you've got to be uh, in concert with each other. You've got to be disciplined. And not so much that you don't rush him, because you can, like, must rush and go right down the, the tackle or the guard and say, hey, we want to keep him in the pocket, because when he does the off-schedule stuff and he gets outside the pocket, he just kills you. And he's, he's got so much arm talent, um, but, then you, but then you don't rush the pass. You, you end up somewhere in between. Like, you're just kind of mirroring him hey, we can't let this guy get loose. So there's a fine line Mm -hmm. on how you do that. So uh, John Gannon will do a great job with that defense. He's done a great job all year mixing in some pressures. He likes to bring some secondary personnel, some of those safeties. You know, Chauncey is a war daddy coming, Gardner Johnson, you know, Epps will come uh, in there and hit you. So it'll be be really interesting. But I didn't have much, you said mastermind. I'm far from that. I didn't have much success against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Chiefs and, and trying to stop Jason Kelsey, because everybody says, what are you going to do with Kelsey? Oh, we're going to double. So everybody says that. We're going to knock the heck out of him at the line, disrupt the timing, and we're going to double him. And all he does is get open and catch touchdown uh, touchdown passes. That's a that's a tough, tall order.
5: When you see him, and you see Travis Kelsey just continuously be able to go up and get the football, and he's you know, Patrick Mahomes' favorite red zone target, especially in the playoffs. Their connection and the numbers that they have put up, ridiculous. What is it about him that makes him special? That makes him such a challenge, and that duo, combined for such special moments.
9: He's a big body. and He's very, very athletic. More athletic than you would think. And so you can put a you know linebacker on him, and maybe a safety over the top. That's not going to work because he's going to you know out athlete all the linebackers. Then you try a safety, and the safety might not have as much length or be as as big. And so they just he just uses his body. And his brain so well, like you mentioned, him and Pat Mahomes on the same page, they just kind of know. When he starts to, you know, extend plays and get outside the pocket, and Kelsey's supposed to be running a corner route, he he just sees that, they feel each other, then he breaks back inside the touchdown he cost, you know, in yeah. the AFC championship game when he threw back to him. He's just man coverage, it's almost impossible to cover him one-on-one. So you gotta double. Zone coverage. He's so smart of understanding Oh, a single high, four under, three deep, or is it going to be a, a three under, you know, two deep quarters concept where he finds those soft spots and zone coverage. He sets it down, you know, in, in those soft zones, and they get him the ball, and then he's really good run after yeah. catch. And like you yeah. said, in the red area, nightmare.
5: It's just crazy because everybody knows it's coming and yet he's still able to find success. I and I mean, we're, we're obviously a sports betting network and you look at the odds for Travis Kelsey just to have an touchdown and it's a minus number for a reason. And it's just, it's, it's wild. How much, in your opinion, does a game like this, you know, the pinnacle of the sport, come down to experience and obviously on one side with, with Andy Reid and his crew, they have that and they've been in this position before and they do know what it takes to get over the top this group of Eagles players yeah there, there are some players that were here a number of years ago but this new coaching staff new quarterback new group that, that hasn't been here before
9: yeah you can you could walk in there and kind of be you know overwhelmed a little bit like if Sirianni like looked at Andy and looked at a hey, 14 years in in Philly, you know, four uh, NFC Championship games, Super Bowl appearances, KC, five AFC Championship. So it's like, you know, when I stepped on the sideline and faced Belichick the first time, you know, like it can, it can play with you, you know, and you can, you can lose that game long before it's ever kicked off. Just worrying so much about, okay, uh, that experience, so to speak. But Nick's done such a great job. Jalen Hurts is the, the leader, the CEO of that team, they're just so dialed in. And they do have such a great blend of, of the veteran leadership on that team and young players. Like, that, once you kick it off and you're between the lines and all those things, I think you forget about all that stuff. So you don't want to, like, get in your own head, like Sirianna, don't want to overthink this thing. They have to do just what they've done that got them to this point. Nothing else. They don't need to do anything above and beyond that. Just be who they are, and I think they'll do that.
5: So, is that your gut feeling? Do you think that it could be Philadelphia's day, or how do you feel?
9: Man, when you look at that roster, they're completely healthy. Yeah. I think they've got everybody's everybody's good to go. They've been that way. It seems like you know the whole season. Um, Yeah, I I just think with Jalen, those running the running game. You know, they 88 rushes and two playoff games. 268 on the Giants, 140-some on the Niners. Uh, Sanders and Gainwell we talked about, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Weather Watkins, Dallas Goddard. And then the defense? It's unbelievable. And everybody says, I I don't want to bet against Reed. I don't want to bet against Mahomes and Kelsey. They're a little bit beat up. Um, You know, the receiver situation, of course we know Juju should be back. Kadarius Toney's a key one. Uh, for them they hopefully he's available you know Miko Hardman, they put on IR uh, so it's going be it's going to be interesting really interesting but yeah I, I I think that Philly team just you know what do you want whatever you want to call it a team of destiny whatever it's just be a great story
5: yeah absolutely thank you so much for the time really, really- So he likes the Eagles, as does Matt. I guess my lean is Chiefs, but still TBD. That's why I ended up with the same game. Teaser is my favorite play. Kansas City up the 7.5 and and over 44.5. But a huge thank you to Chuck Pagano. Fantastic. One of the nicest people that I spoke to when I was out there in Arizona. And to a point that he said about you know, not overthinking it and letting the moment be too big and being too daunting. We had former Super Bowl champ. I guess you're never a former Super Bowl champ. You are a Super Bowl champion. Uh, Ryan Harris earlier this week who said it really takes getting into that second series before you kind of realize, hey, We're just playing football again, which producer Steph, shout out to her in her wonderful first touchdown document that she put out there, talked about the opening drives and that only four touchdowns have actually ever been scored on an opening drive in a Super Bowl. And we know Philadelphia has 62 points uh, on opening drives this season, led the NFL in that. But, hey, maybe this is a game where the jitters get the best of you here early if you're not the most experienced and see where it goes. So I'm just really excited for a close game. Want to thank everybody who made this week possible. First and foremost, we've got our folks behind the scenes here. Sean, Kevin, uh, Stephanie holding it down in Vegas, and Ken and Dez, Dustin, who did it over making all of these shows go in Phoenix. Our guests have been incredible. As you look at the time lapse, for those of you who are watching on TV, we had multiple Super Bowl champions. Sean Merriman, Sean Alexander, I mentioned Ryan Harris. Thank you to Mike Florio, Matthew Berry, Shane Vereen, um, Ryan Harris again. Um, the list goes on and on. Tom Rinaldi, the star of the show for me earlier this week. Cannot thank those folks enough, but enjoy the big game and enjoy v prime time with Sean and Tim. That's next.
0: Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented.
1: Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully (laughs) human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.
7: CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever.